Welcome to the UC Berkeley Data Science Education Podcast. We're happy you're listening in today. In this space, you'll hear from a variety of distinguished data science educators and professionals. The individuals we'll speak with are diverse in experience and perspective, but share the common goal of shaping the future of data science education. Our idea is to have some informal conversations with the goal of creating community and let people hear from practitioners in this growing new field. My name is Eric Van Dusen from Data Science Undergraduate Studies in the Division of Computing, Data Science, and Society at UC Berkeley, and I'll be leading our conversation today. And my name is Harry Lee, also from Data Science Undergraduate Studies. I'm working as an intern with the division's external pedagogy team, and I'll be helping out today too. Hi, today we're exciting to have Mine Doju with us. It's great to have you with us. Could you please introduce yourself and let our listeners know where you're working? Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm an assistant professor of teaching in the Department of Statistics at the University of California, Irvine. Great. Could you give us a brief introduction on how you got into data science education and what you're currently working on in this area? Sure. So it actually depends on how one defines data science education. (laughs) So I've been in statistics education for a while. Uh, I used to be a high school math teacher and while I was also doing my master's uh, in math education simultaneously, and I was specifically working on probability approaches of teachers. But at the same time, I was also working on training uh, teachers like math and science teachers in computing. So I was separately working on statistics education and computing education. But I guess data science education brings those two together and also other aspects too. So I've been working in that for a while. But specifically data science education where statistics and computing education are under one roof, including other subjects too. I've been mainly working in that area for the last four years since finishing my PhD. And I work uh, in a couple of areas. Uh, One of them definitely is Bayesian statistics uh, at the undergraduate level, how to teach Bayesian statistics, how we can incorporate it into the data science curriculum. And I also work on uh, preparing graduate students to teach data science and also work on a couple of projects in building assessments for data science classrooms. Nice, very interesting. I wanna know about those. Uh, what's a challenge you feel you've faced when you're promoting data science education? I think that depends on the audience, but if you're talking about data science education community, I think one of the challenges is when we're promoting certain aspects of data science education is the uh, resistance for interdisciplinary approaches because everybody has different uh, approaches to data science education and uh, some people like part of my job is to explain people that data science education is not math but part of my job is also explaining people that it's not not math like (laughs) so uh, i think one of the challenges we have in data science education is definitely defining the field itself yeah that's a really great answer i love that perspective um and this is more of a of a broader question but i did want to ask what do you see as the future for data science education? How do you think it's gonna continue to evolve over time? I think data science education is very new. And with anything that's new, we just want to invent uh, and make curricula 
and incorporated in our teaching. But often when things start at first, we don't often think about who we are leaving behind. So we talk about accessibility much less than we should. So I think definitely in the near future of data science education, we see ourselves talking about accessibility more than what we're currently talking about. And by accessibility, I don't just mean physical accessibility, but also cognitive accessibility. Like, are we just serving students who are very good at math? Uh, or are we uh, serving students who are, are all only uh, visual paired and so on? So the accessibility aspect of data science education will be more talked about, I think, in the near, near future from very different angles. At least, I hope, more than what we talk about currently. Fantastic. Yeah. And um, I also want to ask, how do you think that we as data scientists and as educators should be creating and evolving the community around data science education? So I think because uh, the community is evolving like as new groups and in dif from different angles, like computer scientists have their own data science education groups, Statisticians have their own data science education groups. And I think one of the reasons this is happening is because uh, for pedagogical development, like we have, when we talk about uh, in introducing new curricula, we actually care about instructors' uh, te technological readiness, content readiness, and pedagogical readiness. Because data science education is so new, we are right now too much focusing on tools that we are teaching. So like if you, even Berkeley's trainings, right, is so focused on Jupyter Notebooks, Data Aids curriculum. Uh, but these aren't really necessary because we're at the beginning stages of the data science education. But I think as we evolve the community, what we're going to focus on is actually building more bridges between computer science communities and statistics. So I think the future of the community will become less language ag agnostic, like we're going to care less about tools because the instructors hopefully will be more trained in these in their PhD programs or graduate degrees or if they're coming from K-12. And I think uh, when we are at that stage where we are less tools focused, there will be better communication in the community. And I think when we talk about data science education community, we often neglect talking about K-12 educators. Uh, but K-12 educators have been thinking about like teaching probability, statistics, computing for many more, uh, much longer years, but maybe the term data science education is new. So hopefully I think the community will evolve in a way to build bridges between K-12 and college as well. On that note, how do you make students interested in data science if they don't have a STEM background? Like how do we attract people into data science? So um, I think uh, one of the reasons students are not attracted to data science is because they don't know what data science is. Um, uh, so if they don't have a STEM background, especially, they are less likely to be exposed to this, uh, what data science is about. So I think one way to recruit them or make them more interested in data science is actually asking questions in data science that they would be interested in answering. And this, I think, uh, goes to project-based uh, learning in classrooms, so in introductory classes. Like, for instance, when I think about my own introductory data science class, I have students from many different majors, and they are actually interested in asking questions that I myself would not necessarily be interested in as asking. But if that's what they want to answer, ask themselves, 
And if that's, those are the questions that they can answer with data science, I think they would be interested in data science. For instance, like I have students who want to work with basketball data, windmills, uh, political affiliations of states and how it's related to COVID. So these are actually questions that they do use data science tools to answer these questions, but these are also the questions that somebody in humanities might ask, somebody in social sciences might ask, and we can definitely serve students from these backgrounds. They are, they are not necessarily STEM students, but they, they have questions that can be answered with data science tools. How do we make data science accessible to underrepresented students? How do we get more underrepresented students into, into STEM generally? Great question. So this is actually a question I ask myself a lot too, because I do want more underrepresented students in my own classrooms. Uh, and, and I think it again goes back to students not knowing about data science. And I'll share some personal experience. So I come from a working class family and I'm the first one in my family to go to college. And, to the, and I'm now like teaching statistics as a professor. But to this day, if you ask my family, they would tell you that I'm actually a professor teaching mathematics because they don't know what statistics is. So for some, many students, they take classes like math, physics, perhaps in high school, but data science is not heard of. Statistics is not heard of for them. So obviously most of them, students who are in these situations who've never heard of data science, they're not necessarily going to come to college saying, I'm going to study data science. That's not going to happen. So I think part of our a uh, job in college, if you want to recruit students from diverse groups, we need to actually do high school outreach activities more often. And I also think uh, usually students like data science when the data is about themselves. Uh, so if you're talking about underrepresented group, whether it's first generation students, whether it's specific race groups, if the data sets we use in these outreach activities are about them, like I'm thinking if I were a young student in high school, if somebody came to an activity in my neighborhood school, I would love that data to be about my city or my neighborhood. That would really engage me. And I think these kinds of activities with high school students hopefully will help us recruit more students to data science. Nice. Uh, how about Bayesian statistics? How do we teach Bayesian statistics in undergrad classes? A lot of times it's like you get to Bayesian statistics later on after you've done everything else. I think one of the reasons that that's the way we design Bayesian statistics that way with so many prerequisites is because many of us learn Bayesian statistics that way. Like it's the course that is usually taught in graduate school. Most of us are introduced to Bayesian statistics at a much later age and experience level. So we try to teach it that way too. However, actually, if you look at K-12 education, you will even see people writing about subjective probability notion as early as sixth grade. So it can happen. You can definitely introduce Bayesian concepts at a start early age. But speaking of data science curricula, I think Bayesian statistics is one of the best classes to be taught because it brings computing and statistics together all at once. And uh, I think one of the reasons that it was neglected for many years and it's gaining uh, popularity now recently is because we lacked the computing power. But now we, we have the computing power and we can definitely teach it in the classroom. And I think one of the reasons that another reason that it would be good to include it in the curriculum is helping students embrace the unknown. 
I think Bayesian statistics actually gives that really well because until that moment, if the students are exposed to frequent statistics, they're usually uh, hold the idea that there is one correct answer that they're trying to achieve. I mean, the good frequent statistics courses actually give that understanding too that the, everybody, every statistician might have different estimation approaches to the same problem. But based on statistics, the essential idea is that there, there are prior beliefs and it is possible for peop, different people to have different prior beliefs. And a good approach to including uh, Bayesian statistics in the curricula is also actually acknowledging the fact that students act, bring in their intuition to the classroom anyway. So if we start from their intuitions while teaching Bayesian statistics or probability in general, in fact, I think that would be a successful uh, approach to teaching it. Nice. I like that. Um... Do you have a vision about uh, Irvine's data science major expanding to a greater, greater number of students? So we actually um, started our major in 2015. And until this year, we did not have an introductory class that's beyond the majors. Mm. Uh, this year, we've started our introductory course. And uh, our vision in the near future is actually expanding this introductory course. Um, Hopefully, because the students who want to major in our uh, data science major is already coming into school thinking that they will major or they're actually changing from a couple of different majors. But we want to expand the program by uh, actually introducing uh, data science to students who don't actually know about data science and don't come necessarily come in thinking that they will major in data science. So our goal is to expand the introductory course. And as I said, uh, we I do really want to focus on outreach activities to high school students. So this summer we are starting uh, the Cosmos program. Actually, Cosmos is a, a program that is for multiple university campuses for high school students in California, but the um, it's state-run program, but it takes place on university campuses. So we uh, we have UCI Cosmos at uh, our university. And it's not just for data science, it's for many subjects, but we're starting a data science summer camp for high school students this year. So hopefully that will help us recruit more students to our data science major and hopefully to uh, data science in general, not necessarily to our school. Sure, sure, sure. How about expanding your major to support community college transfers? Do you have a vision around that? Great question. I think one of the biggest challenges right now, what we have is that we, have a very stats and CS focused program. So we have fewer transfer students than we would like. That's definitely a challenge. And we are definitely discussing this. We don't have a current solution to this problem. Uh, but uh, we've also recently started communicating with com uh, community college educators to understand where those students are coming from. And we are definitely building bridges uh, with Cal State, uh, for graduate student transfers and also for community colleges with Cypress College. So we have some collaborations going on, but we don't have a solution yet. Sure, work in progress. Um, I wanted to just uh, loop back to two things that you mentioned before. Um, one that you said that you were working on assessments for data science classes. So those are also work in progress. Uh, one is definitely 
um, work in currently under review actually about how uh, final projects, uh, how projects can be incorporated in data science classrooms. I think uh, it's very common practice for data science curricula to have capstone classes. So I'm not necessarily talking about capstone courses, but I'm necessarily talking about the introductory courses uh, because uh, we are so attached to our traditional assessments with exams and quizzes and homework, but mm -hmm. data science work in the real world doesn't really work that way. Most people work collaboratively on projects, so we are trying to find ways to mimic the real uh, data science work in the data science classroom. So one of them is that. And the, another project is actually thinking about reasoning skills of data in data science. So we've had a couple of uh, statistical reasoning tests that have been quite established in the literature. So we're trying to see if we can build similar ones in data science. Nice. Uh, we'll look forward to hearing about that. Another one that you mentioned was about training graduate students to teach data science. Yes. So we are hoping to have a course uh, in that, uh, an elective course for graduates. That's our uh, long-term goal. But um, due to pandemic, we've had a couple of support for uh, training our graduate students in teaching more than we usually do. So we normally have a school-level course. We have also training at the university level, but we've also realized that we actually need some field-specific training, specific to data science and statistics. So we, are, we have discussions in that. And over the summer, we had a mentorship program that seemed to work really well, that was actually support, uh, supported at the university level. But the good part of the graduate school student mentorship program was that graduate students were actually trained by at the university level so they could get training uh, from with graduate students in other fields uh, about teaching in general but also they had a department assigned mentor so they had both actually department level training and just general educational training and i think that has been uh, really well received at the university level that it's actually going to happen again in the summer and hopefully we will learn from this remote teaching experience that we will have something more stable and more specific to data science education in the long run for our graduate students. That's a great vision. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so those are the questions we have. Do you have any parting thoughts or words of wisdom for data science educators that you want to wrap up with? Uh, I think, uh, as I said, uh, what I would like to see in the future in the data science uh, community is building more bridges. Uh, between fields as well as K through 12 and college. So hopefully uh, we'll be able to have better connections in the future in the community. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you're interested in learning more about data science education resources, please subscribe to our Substack to get notified when we release any future podcasts and join our community Slack channel through the link provided in this episode's description. Thank you.